Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Simon Anthony of Torty Talks, and this is a another rather strange podcast. I'm writing, I'm saying this little bit at the front in order to overcome the unfortunate slow mix that has been losing the front of my broadcasts for the past couple of weeks. There now follows a recording of The Christmassy Mood, a story for kids. Christmassy Mood, a Yuletide story for the kids. Chapter One. A long time ago, long before people even had Christmas, they used to live on top of each other in big wooden huts. Even though the huts were very big, there was never enough room for an argument, so everyone had to learn to get on well with everyone else. People being people, it was very hard for them to always get on. But, as there was nowhere else to go, everyone did their very best. And after a while, everyone knew each other very well. In those days, the winters were longer, and the winter nights were colder and darker than they are today. The people living in their big wooden huts had a hard time in the cold and the dark. It was hard for the birds and animals, too. In the short winter days, they hunted for food under the snow. They left footprints and long shadows on the thick, deep snow as the low winter sun set. In the long winter nights, there was nothing for them to do but sleep or try their best to keep warm. Because life was so hard for everyone in the winter, the people often felt sad and depressed. This would make them start arguments, and even though the huts were very big, there was never room for an argument. So people, being people, they did what people always do when times get tough. They decided to cheer themselves up with a big winter celebration. A really good celebration needs a lot of hard work and takes a lot of time, and in the long, dark winter nights they had plenty of time. A really good celebration should have a really good feast. So they saved up all their best food until the weather weather was really bad and the nights were really long and dark. A really good celebration should have presents. Everyone knew each other very well and so they all knew what was a good present to give. In those days, before people invented shops, People had to make everything they needed themselves, so they all made their special gifts during the long, darkest nights and the shortest days, and kept them hidden and secret until the special day of celebration came. In those days, the winters were so long that it was always a very long time to wait. When it is cold and dark, waiting takes an even longer time than normal. But just getting ready for their great day was such fun that people really began to look forward to it and slowly they began to really enjoy their winter. In all the long dark nights of winter, with all the people thinking long and hard about how to make their family and friends happy, there was so much happiness around that some of it floated up out of their hearts 
and rested in the things they saw at that time of year. And then, at last, it came. The winter celebration that we now call Christmas was such a big success with everybody. Everybody got what they wanted, everyone ate what they liked and left what they didn't, and everybody got on well with everyone else because there is never enough room for an argument, even in a very big hut. And so it passed. But the people remembered their big celebration at the back of their minds, and next year, when the snow fell again, they thought how nice it really was. And when they saw the animals running around hunting for food, or saw the little footprints they left in the snow, people laughed as they remembered their last big celebration and looked forward to the next one. As the sun hung low in the winter sky, it left long shadows which reached out from the snow-covered trees. When people opened their hearts to let in the sights of winter, it stirred up more memories, and remembering them stored up even more for people to remember for years and years to come. When people next saw all the sights of winter where the happiness had been saved from last year, they felt the happiness brand new all over again. Each year that passed, the stored happiness grew and grew until it was so big that it became a mood. The mood soon grew so big that it could be found everywhere when the days were short and the nights were long, when the sun was low and the trees were bare, when the branches were covered in snow and the shadows were long and the animals left footprints hunting for food. That was how the first Christmassy mood was born. Chapter 2 Many years have passed. Shops have been invented, and schools and buses, and lots of people even have a television. Not only that, most people don't live in huts anymore. But everyone knows there's still never enough room for an argument. It doesn't stop them anymore, though. Winter nights were still long and cold, but most people are inside most of the time and don't notice anymore. Trees still get covered in snow from time to time, and the birds and animals still have to look hard for food, but people only ever see them on the television. Things really are different, but people still have a big winter celebration each year, even though they can't really remember why. The Christmassy mood knew, and was feeling very sad. Was it because she was getting confused now that everyone was so different? She had been visiting people too early. Maybe people were getting confused as well, because weeks before Christmas, people were already waiting for her to come and cheer them up. Even if they didn't know it, somewhere deep down inside of each and every one of them, grown-ups and children were all waiting for their big winter celebration. This waiting normally made the Christmassy mood very excited. She would get so excited that it was often hard for her to keep from popping into people's heads at all the wrong times. It was such fun. She enjoyed people's excitement so much that she jumped into their minds at any time at all. Sometimes it got so bad she made them feel all Christmassy in summer. This wouldn't be so bad if people stayed feeling happy and Christmassy all the time. But people don't stay feeling just one way all the time. If they did, then they wouldn't really be people. 
People being people always change their mood, sometimes even when they don't want to. It was the same for the Christmassy mood. After a while of feeling all Christmassy in summer, people would sort of wake up and look around and wonder why. Where's all the snow, they'd ask. Where are the decorations and where are my presents? If it wasn't Christmas yet, they would feel silly and out would pop the Christmassy mood and in would come the messy, irritated, almost angry mood people get into when they're disappointed. The Christmassy mood didn't like doing that to people, but she did so like making people happy. Once, things were getting really hard for the Christmassy mood to cope with. People had begun to get so confused that they put up decorations earlier that year, very early. They said things like, shop early for Christmas, but it was far too early to feel Christmassy, and the mood knew it. As much as she knew it was too early for Christmas, she joined in with all the early getting-ready things that people did, like buying a new plastic Christmas tree and spray-on snow, like buying a nice smelly bar of soap for the old lady who lives next door, like buying five sheets of wrapping paper for just one pound in September. Far too early. But times have changed. These days it hardly ever snows at Christmas anyway, so if you want snow it has to be sprayed on. People don't notice when the nights are at their longest. They just turn on the lights and sit watching the TV. People have forgotten how to look forward and prepare for their big winter celebration. They know how to buy things, though. Children haven't forgotten, thought the Christmassy mood. Children always notice things. Children still see the birds and animals hunting for food under the snow. They still see how dark it is when they come home from school. They still feel warm and safe when the wind blows outside their houses. The Christmassy mood felt most at home with children. But because it hardly ever snows any more, when the calendar says it was nearly Christmas, because it was so easy to get food from the shops, and because people don't really know each other anymore, the Christmassy mood didn't fit into people's hearts the way it used to. Every year, instead of growing bit by bit as the happiness overflowed and floated up from people's hearts, the Christmassy mood got smaller and smaller bit by bit. People would see the sights where the mood was strongest and instead of adding a bit of happiness, they sucked it dry. They didn't mean to, they didn't want to, but they did it all the same. Instead of looking at the cold snow on the bare branches of the trees outside, they made fake snow and sprayed it on plastic trees which they put in their hot houses. This made them feel happy in a way, but it wasn't the same, it had lost something. But people were still people. Chapter 3 The Christmassy mood felt really old. She couldn't get into those plastic trees and spray-canned snows. Birds and animals couldn't look for food under these new branches. They couldn't leave their footprints on the sitting-room carpet. That old lady must have plenty of soap. That wrapping paper is horrid, even if you do get five sheets for a pound. No one's doing anything properly anymore, she thought. Then she had another thought, and she didn't like it at all. She thought that a new mood must be getting all the attention that used to be given to her. She suddenly realised that a new mood was being made bigger and bigger each year. 
the Christmassy mood was getting angry. When people and moods get angry, they think and say things that are not really fair. The Christmassy mood began to think lots of very unfair things. She thought this new mood must have nothing to do with snow because it never snowed. It must have nothing to do with knowing people and loving them so much that the love could be felt in their gifts. It must have nothing to do with celebrating being alive, even at winter time. The new mood must be all about buying things, about working hard to afford the new and bigger presents that the children had seen on TV. It must be all about selling as much as possible, as fast as possible to anybody, even if they didn't like it. The new mood had to be all about doing your duty for the children, and not about showing them your love. That's what the Christmassy mood thought. That was a really unfair way to think, but it must have looked like that to her. She really had got depressed. When people, and moods, get depressed, they can't see things very well. She was so depressed that she couldn't look deep inside people's hearts anymore. She couldn't see that deep down inside people still wanted and needed the Christmassy mood very much. She couldn't see that people were doing all they could to enjoy their big winter celebration. It was just that they did it differently now. Because things, people and moods, have changed. Because things have changed so much, it is very hard for people to recapture the old happiness that was the Christmassy mood of long ago. People still remember about snow and birds and animals hunting in the cold, but now they draw these things on cards and give them to each other to help keep the memory going. But it was not the same, and everyone felt something special was missing. People are always people, and so they still look for the old Christmassy mood, with parts of their hearts which they had forgotten they had, the parts they had used all the time when they were children. They would say things like, Christmas was so much better then, and Christmas really meant something when I was young. It's really only for the children now, isn't it? They'd forgotten that it was for everyone. The Christmassy mood had forgotten something too. She had forgotten that people, being people, always needed to feel happy, and they always find a way. But sometimes they need a bit of help. Now at last she remembered... The Christmassy mood hadn't really forgotten after all. How could she? It was what she was. Now she knew what to do. She had to find the new mood. Oh, where should she look? Christmassy Mood, Chapter 4 There was a boy, a happy sort of boy normally, who was in a special need of a happy Christmassy sort of mood. He'd not been ill, no one had been nasty to him, nothing had really gone wrong to make him feel upset, but somehow he was feeling very sad. He sat around in his room for hours and hours, just waiting to feel better. The Christmassy mood was out searching for the new mood and had almost given up hope when she saw the little boy and noticed at once that he was feeling upset. So she wanted to help. 
It was hard for the mood to keep from popping into people's minds in the summertime. Think how hard it was for her not to help this little boy now. It was winter time. The snow lay thick on the ground. He was warm and safe in his bedroom, and the Christmassy mood, who could tell when people wanted to feel Christmassy deep down, was overwhelmed by the need coming from the little boy. But it wasn't Christmas yet. What could she do? If she just popped into his mind then and there, the little boy would certainly be cheered up a lot. She knew she could do that. But what would happen next? When she went away again, as she always had to, how would the boy feel then without a real Christmas to help him keep happy? It's just not fair, thought the Christmassy mood. How can this little boy ever feel happy if I can't come and cheer him up? The Christmassy mood was supposed to come at Christmas to cheer people up in the depths of winter. If she came to people early, they would get all disappointed when she had to go away, and then they would think badly of Christmas when it really came. So what could she do? There sat the little boy. It was winter time, and it was snowing. The birds and animals were looking for food, but the boy wasn't looking at them. He was watching his own television, in his own room. Warm and safe, but he was really lonely. Then the Christmassy mood had an idea. It was no good getting depressed and having arguments, especially when she didn't know who she was arguing with. She had to find out more about this new mood who had taken her job. This new mood could come to people much earlier than she ever could. She would just have to talk to him. Maybe he would know what to do for the lonely little boy. But where would she find the new mood? Sadly, the old Christmassy mood sat in the room with the little boy. Not touching his heart or his mind so as not to disappoint him later, she sat and thought, and thought, and thought. The little boy was still watching his television. His favourite programme had just started. It was all about the new sort of plastic Christmas. Rubbish, thought the old Christmassy mood. But as the programme continued, the Christmassy mood watched, astonished, as a change came over the little boy. He was laughing. He was really enjoying himself. Oh, good, thought the Christmassy mood. So the new mood can make people happy too. But how will he feel when the programme is over? thought the Christmassy mood. Surely he'll be all disappointed, grumpy and depressed. She waited and watched, watched and waited, until the programme ended. The little boy sat back happily in his comfy chair. He didn't look disappointed or depressed. He wasn't grumpy at all. He was waiting for the next programme. So that's how it worked. She could watch the television as well. That's what people did most these days. They liked it so much. That is where the new mood must live, thought the Christmassy mood. So she floated up and settled on the little boy's television. And there was the new mood. Chapter 5 Large as life but rather thin... The new mood noticed her watching him. He looked like a nice chap, a little shallow perhaps, but basically she liked him at once. 
You don't look very well, he said in a brash, rather thoughtless way. What's wrong with you? Haven't you been fed recently? No, uh, hardly at all, she replied, surprised. You don't look very well either. What have you been eating? she asked. He swung his arms out quite wide to show the sight of millions of people watching their televisions happily. The Christmassy mood was delighted to see so much happiness all at once that she saw something else as well. The people saw their televisions well enough. They didn't seem to notice each other at all. But people are ignoring each other, she exclaimed. Oh, it's all right when you get used to it replied the new mood. Granted, things are a bit impersonal these days, but when so many people enjoy a television programme at the same time, I feel great. You should try it, he said. The Christmassy mood looked at the millions of faces watching their televisions and saw that it was true. They were happy enough, but something was still missing. Then the Christmassy mood had another good idea. I think I will watch a bit. That's not a bad idea. I could do with a bit of recharging, she said. But how can I take what's yours without giving you something in return? Oh, that's easy, said the Mood. Just tell me a bit about yourself, and I can share something of yours to make up. So she did. The old Christmassy Mood told the new Christmassy Mood all about the snow and the darkness, the animals feeding and people always knowing each other and caring for who they really were. And in return, the new Christmassy mood told her all about how to enjoy Christmas shopping without getting upset by the crowds. He told her how wonderful it was to always be warm and safe. He showed her how the television could let people see and hear all the stories that the best storytellers in the world could make. They talked and talked, and the more they talked, and the more they got to know each other, and the more they did that, the better they both felt. Soon they knew so much about each other that it was hard to tell where one of them started and the other one finished. They both felt splendid. The old mood didn't feel old and left out any more. She was being fed again by the new feelings of the people who lived where the snow didn't fall at Christmas. The new mood didn't feel so hollow any more. At last he had something firm to fill out his Christmas happiness. At last both the Christmassy moods were happy together. They had helped each other by finding out who they really were. Now, together, the two Christmassy moods knew how to help the lonely little boy watching television. The new mood could stop the little boy feeling sad when Christmas was over. He could show the little boy there would always be another Christmas. But better than that, much better than that, now the old Christmassy mood had found a new mood, she knew there must be other moods too. So they both opened their hearts and looked at the world. And there they were. For every time of year, for every place where people have ever felt happy, there's a bit of that happiness locked up, waiting to be felt again by the next person to notice it. The more people who notice the happiness in something, the stronger it grows, until one day it becomes a mood. There are holiday moods, bonfire moods, birthday moods, relaxed moods, lots and lots of moods just waiting to be felt. Now the two Christmassy moods could teach the little boy how to see all the happiness locked up in all the other times of the year. Now the old Christmassy mood didn't have to worry about popping into people's minds at any time at all. 
Now the two moods knew what to do. They floated into the hearts of everyone they could find and told them all about it. Just look at the world around you, they said. There's always something there to be found that will give you happiness and strength, if only you'll let it in. Don't worry about what time of year it may be. It is always the right time to feel happiness, they said. And there's always something to feel happy about, if you just look for it, even on the telly. Now it was all right for the little boy to feel Christmassy when it snowed in March. When he grew up, he knew that Christmas was not just for children, but for everyone. Better than that, he knew how to love everything and every moment just by looking at it. Now you too know that if your heart is open enough to see the world around you, it will let in all the happiness left there by other people when the same sights made them happy too. Thank you.